Hi guys, welcome to Jesse's Place Podcast Season 2. I'm so excited for you to be here. This is still a safe space where I, your resident realtor, discuss business tips, mom life, healing, empowerment, real estate, and everything in between. I'm born and raised in Brooklyn, East New York, and if you know, you know. Thank you, and let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Jesse's Place Podcast. And on today's episode, I'm super excited to let you guys know that I have an industry expert in the mortgage field serving those who protect us, um, Vincent Kennedy. He's going to hop on now any minute. But before he gets on, Vincent, I want um, to do a heavy focus on what your company offers. I want you to give them a little bit of background information about you. And really today we're going to be, we're going to do a heavy focus. I know that you guys have heard me speak before about mortgage loans and the mortgage loan process. But today's episode, we're going to do a heavy focus on the police and firemen's retirement system mortgage program. Do not allow the name to fool you. You do not need to be a retiree to use the program. But before we get into it, Vincent Kennedy, round of applause. Please introduce yourself. Tell us uh, your brand, your company, and um, let's get into it really quickly before we get all the questions from my listeners. <laughs> absolutely. How are you doing, Jesse? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you, Vin. I really appreciate you being here. No, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah. So I'm Vincent Kennedy. I am with Round Point Mortgage. We were previously Freedom Mortgage. Um, we are a subsidiary of Freedom now, so... One of the same round point freedom, same company. Okay. Visit, if you don't mind telling everyone really quickly how you became um, involved before you became, a, uh, are you a loan officer? Um, what, what, what is your title? Correct. Yes. I'm a loan officer. Yep. Okay. Can you really quickly tell them, tell our listeners a little bit about your background and why this type of um, mortgage loan process that you are specializing in right now and helping people bring an awareness about it, why it's important to you? Yeah, absolutely. So a uh, little background about me and my family. So my dad's actually a retired sergeant from the NYPD, um, followed in his footsteps. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, followed in his footsteps, became a Jersey City police officer. I uh, did that for three years. And, um, you know, I just needed a needed a change personally. And my cousin's been in the Morgerson industry for probably over 20 years. So he said, you know, try your hand at this. And I have. And it's... Uh, you know, it's been working out. And like you said, I, I primarily focus on the police and fire program, obviously near and dear to my heart for my father and then for myself. And, you know, I have a lot of a lot of friends in the industry. It's uh, it's a great career. It's, uh, you know, it's you're serving others and it's, it's right. awesome. And now, you know, I'm trying to help people in another way. Right, definitely. And my podcast is centered around um, being of service to others. So I thought it would be perfect to have you um, get on, especially that I get to work alongside you and and bring awareness to this specific type of um, mortgage program. So let's get right into it. I know that a lot of my listeners um, are going to be a little kind of confused. Like, like, who can use this? What type of mortgage is this? So can you just explain to the listeners as plainly as possible what it is that you and your team do for to um, the people who protect us, for our heroes, police and fire, et cetera. Can you just explain to them just really quickly before we get into everything else, like before we get into documentation that's needed, can you just explain really like plainly as possible what it is that your team does to help um, service the police and firemen's um, heroes? Absolutely. So, yeah, so the, the police and fire program is a state program ran through New Jersey. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, not a lot of. What's up? 
I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but yeah. I, I don't think that we, because I have listeners all over, so wherever yeah. they're located, try to find out if there's something similar. But right now, we're I'm a New Jersey licensed real estate agent. He is a, 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 a New Jersey uh, mortgage lender. So please try to find out where in your in your state or your country if something similar is being offered. But right now, we're doing a, he- a heavy focus on New Jersey specifically. Correct. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure as you are as well, I'm licensed in other states. Um, I know for a fact, New York, we waive bank fees for uh, NYPD officers. All right. But like, like you said, though, there are, uh, you know, there's specific programs to specific states. Um, right. And yeah, the heavy focus is on New Jersey. Um, the benefit of the program would be the interest rate is a fixed low rate at 2.22. It will adjust again in February. Um, yeah, I mean... It's a great program. It follows conventional guidelines for those that are familiar. It's just a little stricter DTIs. Um, you need about a 620 credit score. And yeah, you need to be paying into the pension for a year. So that's that's really the confusion. And you brought it up earlier. People are like, oh, it's the retirement program. Do you have to be retired? No. Um, you just have to be paying into the pension for a year. That's the requirement. So, so, so if you are a police officer and you've already been paying pension for a year then you you qualify to apply for the program correct or firefighter um or firefighter right i think new jersey is a little tougher because there aren't as many paid fire departments but they're you know they're around jersey city has one i know that for a fact uh elizabeth so they're around okay so who so you just mentioned so who is an eligible bar any uh eligible bar any currently employed police officer or firefighter right right Yep, and that's determined to... by the each it's... each branch, like individually, or like I don't, I don't I'm not sure. Like, because you said like Elizabeth has one, so basically each county has a different process. So no, 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 I'm just talking about fire departments in general. So like a lot of the New Jersey fire departments, like you know how we went last week to Seabright, um, right. right? Their fire is part time or um, volunteer. So they do not, you have to be paying into the state pension. So it's generally full-time firefighters um, and obviously full-time police officers. Okay. And what type of um, properties are, are they allowed to use this type of program for? So you could do single families, two families or condos. So it, it kind of covers a lot. Yeah. That's a, that's a big uh, spectrum right there. That's pretty much everything when you're a first time home buyer, right? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so and is, then with, is, is with vacant the program, land yeah. allowed? Like, let's say somebody wanted to purchase vacant land, because I know in Freehold, New Jersey, we have a lot of farm country, vacant land. Um, is that something that would be an eligible property? I don't believe so, because it, it would have to be, you know, then you would be doing a new construction. So unfortunately, it would not follow. But mm. OK, but that's you, good to know. As you just mentioned, though, the first time homebuyer, luckily with the program, you could use that program as well and go as low as three percent down. Oh, wow. So that's in con- that's. You can use them simultaneously. Exactly. Yep. Oh, that's great. That's great. I don't know if you guys have listened to my other um, mortgage podcast where I did discuss in very detailed FHA, VA, and conventional loans and all that. Go check that out so you get more information about that. Is there an occupancy requirement? Like, do the, does the person have to? I know that for the first time home buyers, some grant programs, you have to live there for five years or 10 years, depending on what the program is. Is there anything like that with this program? So there's no occupancy as far as uh extended period of time of you needing to live there it does need to be your primary going in though okay and i would assume that there is a pmi 
if you go less than uh, 20% down, correct. But okay. but it follows the same as uh, same guidelines as conventional. So once you hit 20% equity, the PMI will fall off. Oh, nice. Would they need to refinance to do that? No. So once you, you know, you walk into the home, just say first time home buyer, 3% down. However, just say it takes five, seven years to hit 20% equity, the PMI will fall off on its own. That's great. See, I think a lot of people, they get a lot of, they get afraid when they're like, oh, I'd rather just save up the 20% and then and, and put it all down at one shot. And it's like, hey, keep that money in your pocket. You right. might need to make, you know, some adjustments to the home or some improvements to the home. It's better to just keep the money in the pocket because it's going to, it's going to all balance out in the end anyway. I think a lot of people kind of get scared when they think that they're going to be paying more than they're supposed to if, if they would just put more money down. When usually it's just like, just put the lease down, just get it over with, take advantage of these great rates. Um, another thing that you mentioned that I really wanted to touch right back on really quickly was that you mentioned that the rate is going to change in February. It's at 2.22%. Um, I think that a lot of people get scared when they think about moving and buying and purchasing and, and during the holiday season. They think it's the worst time. What do you think about that right now? I think right now, personally, I, I think it's going to be the opportunity that people are going to need for things to open up, uh, especially like you said. I mean, people going in at 3% down, there's a lot of, I'm sure you see it as well. There's properties that are getting multiple and multiple offers. Right. Um, and I think, like you said, it, it when the holidays come around, it gets a little colder. People aren't really shopping for home as much as they are in the spring or in the summer. And I, I think it's going to open it up for uh you know the borrowers walk into the home with a little less down right also it gives them a fighting chance because we've seen in this market recently that we could get you approved we, you know you could get approved on the mortgage side but then there's nothing available because everything's getting snatched up so quickly now that things are a little bit more lax if you've been waiting now is your chance to jump on it and and, and get something right couldn't agree more and even like you said before i love that you you touched on you know it, it really it, it's case by case situation because you get people that that want to fixate on needing 20 percent down to walk into a home and they think they need a hundred thousand right. dollars down right. and it's it's just not the reality i mean you could get into a home with three percent down like you said fha 3.5 percent down it's it's very doable it's very doable now especially right now so what documents if you are a police fire what documents do you need to start the process yeah. So it's, it's the basic uh, pre-approval documents. It's going to be right now. It would be the 2019-2020 W-2s, okay. last 30 days worth of pay stubs, um, two most re recent uh, bank statements. And then you just need to confirm your current address and uh, date of birth. Right. That sounds uh, that sounds basically like uh, the usual, right? Nothing too yeah. special. Um, and then obviously, you know, people that are self-employed, you got to go, you know, the 1099 route and depending on types of businesses or types of employment, profit and loss statement, stuff like that. Right, right, definitely. So what once you have all those documents, once they say they call you and they say, hey, Vincent, I have all my my my, my documents. Um, what what happens now? What do I do now? Like so on process once you receive all their documents. Yeah, I'll just walk you through step by step basically how it goes. Um, so yeah, usually you get all those documents together. You send them over to me in an email, um, preferably one email, because uh, I don't know if, <laughs> if you know what that's like when people oh. send multiple emails and you're, uh, you know, searching for things. Um, place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, but yeah, one email. 
I, I, my turnaround time is pretty quick. I could probably get you pre-approved in a half hour to an hour. And, uh, you know, I'll give you your pre-approved for 600K. You're able to go police and fire. And, you know, a big fixation these days is, uh, is rates, obviously. Rates right. are low. Um, right. But luckily, once you hear you're approved for police and fire, you know you're at a 2.22. And, you know, I, I deal with clients and I deal with even friends. And listen, everybody wants to save money. Completely understand. So they shop around for the rate. Of course. So, you know, I, I tell them, I was like, listen, right now, 2.22, you, you can't find that anywhere else unless you're getting charged crazy points. And then at that point, it's not even worth it. Would you compare to um, the VA and FHA conventional loans? Would you say that that is the lowest? Yeah, not even not even close right not now. Even, so, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, rates, uh, they're still low. I mean, historically crazy low. People are getting fixated on, oh, it's not as low as it was six months ago, a year ago. Of course not. Um, you know, they move daily, but but they're still historically low. And right now you're depending on the bar, you're looking around a three, a little under, a little over, depending on how qualified you are. But that two point two two really, really can't be touched. And it's it's great that we offer it to people that are uh, of service to us. What about people who are, let's say that, you know, you're a young police officer a year in and you've been paying towards your pension. And you wanted to purchase with a friend, would they be able to purchase and still get this access to the same rate? So if you were going to live together, absolutely. Wow. So you, you could have a fiance, a parent on the loan. You could definitely have a co-borrower. Just one of them needs to be a police officer paying into the pension for a year. And right? Correct. It has to be the primary. It has to be primary residence. Okay. So there's no everybody on the loan. Right? Yep. It doesn't have to be primary residence. Gotcha. Correct. Everybody on the loan has to be the primary. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure I got that clear for everyone. And if someone is putting less than that, we, we talked about this before. If they're putting less than 20% down, is there any other process to get that PMI eliminated? So I know of, there was a program, I think it, it was suspended back in April, mm. but unfortunately now there is not. But like I said, I mean, it really goes house by house situation, case by case situation where you mentioned earlier, I mean, you have someone that is going to walk into a house where they have the money to put 20% down, but the right, house right. is going to need new floors and new windows. Exactly. You might want to go 3% down, save the money to fix the home up. Right. You know, you, you will eventually hit that 20% equity and the PMI is going to fall off on its own. So uh, it really is what's going to work best in your situation. If you walk into a home that was completely redone, nothing really needs to be upgraded. Um, maybe you want to look to go 20% down if it's, if it's doable for you. Right, right. And I'm, you mentioned something earlier about being self-employed. What um, type of loans are available to people who do have to produce a 1099? What type of loans um, do you guys work with specifically to try to help them out a little bit? Yeah, same same basic types of loans. Um, obviously, you know, self-employed, you can't go police and fire, unfortunately. So you, you right. miss out on that great rate. But outside of that, I mean, still conventional, still FHA. Um, just, just it, you know, it's going to ask for some supporting documents. Like right. you mentioned, a 1099, profit and loss. It's, uh, you know, just things like that. Bank statements. And also, to go back to the Police and Firemen's uh, Mortgage Program, it's uh, called the Police and Firemen's Retirement Mortgage Program, but we know that you don't need to actually be a retiree to use it. Um, are there any fees associated with using this program? So, very good question. Um, yes, yeah, so there are. So, listen, that rate alone is worth it. But, right. of course... Like everything else, the money needs to be made up somewhat elsewhere. So that is where the fees come in. So 
It's a $30 charge for the first three years. That's monthly. After the first three years, it drops to $18. But if you look at it, life of the loan, $30 a month, I mean, just tack it on as if you're paying a little more in PMI and it's really, right. it, it's, it's never going to touch that rate. It still makes, the rate is still very worth it. And you're over the term of the loan, you're saving so much money. Right, right. Yep. So yeah, it's, it's $30 a month for the first three years. And then it is $18 a month every year after, every month after. Father. For the life of the loan? Correct. Okay, so it's eight, so it's thirty dollars per month for the first three years, and then eighteen dollars per month for the life of the loan. Correct. Copy. All right, and um, what about closing costs? Is there any? I know some grant programs they do offer um some incentives by by helping with closing costs. Is that something that this program offers as well? Unfortunately, not. Um, but you know there are still options. I've I've had multiple clients. Um, using utilizing a seller's concession, which would allow you to roll the closing costs into the loan. Um, again, looks like a weaker offer off the bat, right, right? Because you have less money to come out of pocket with. But in the end, I mean, if you think about it, really, you're qualified for a bigger loan. So technically, you you know, you're a better candidate because you're qualified for more money. You have to be able to afford. Just say closing costs are ten thousand dollars. The home's four hundred k. Your loan amount goes to four ten now. So you need to be able to be qualified for four ten. So Technically, you're qualified for more money than you originally were. So not really a, uh, a weaker client, just maybe you have, you know, you don't have the means to walk into the home and put the money down at closing. Right. And where can someone who wants to apply for this type of loan, the Police and Firemen's Retirement System Mortgage Program, where can they go to find out more information or to apply or to get the paperwork started or to ask any questions? Where can we direct them? I mean, I think personally, the best place to come is straight to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> me, me or you, right? Um, no, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, you could you could come straight to us. Uh, there, it is on the New Jersey website. I believe it's the NJFHMA uh, website. They have a bunch of information on it, and you could go uh, straight there. There's a whole, um, there's multiple pages you could read up on it, and then yeah, obviously contact a. Uh, a lender or any local agent that is aware. Um, unfortunately, not a lot of banks offer this program. So I have the benefit of, uh, you know, I really was really, really lucky starting to work with Freedom Mortgage and them offering this program. I kind of uh, walked into a great situation. Right, right, right. So basically, they need to find a participating lender exactly with this program in order to have access to it. Because like you said, not a lot of banks participate with this particular program. Exactly. And then honestly, you know, not to to my own horn, but I, I have the benefit of knowing how departments work as well. So if you need paperwork as far as W-2s or pay stubs, I can even direct for the most part, um, you know, you know, so, you know who to speak to because. Right. You, yeah, exactly. Talk to fiscal or right. Exactly. You know who to go to. You know, the ins and outs. You've been right. hands on. You know exactly what it is, even though you've moved on and established another career. Um, you know, which I know that's going to just be blown out of the water. I'm not, I have no doubt that you are killing it right now. Um, but you know, hands-on exactly. Like you've been there, done that. You've been in their shoes and that makes you more capable, uh, to help them because you know exactly where they're coming from basically. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. So last, but certainly not least, I've got a little bonus question as a, as a mortgage lender. Um, what is it that you see? Uh, your fellow police officer, fire 
heroes, what do you see them doing that they should not be doing when they are starting the process of getting a home? What what should they not be doing? Talk to them. Talk to your people. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, I think, you know, I, I've i taken the role as uh, I'm trying to learn as much as I possibly can because I feel like the more you could educate, and the same on your side, the more you could educate, the better job we do, right? I mean, people have questions and people it's it's like how I was personally in school like people are scared to ask questions right um they don't want to seem foolish or like they don't know right when in reality this this isn't taught in school so this is these are questions that need to be asked but yeah I mean people will try and take out loans or get a new car lease a new car right before the process and you know I get that question all the time like oh I actually I need a car what should I do uh please wait (laughs) definitely don't take out any loans don't add to your debt so we, we go by things called debt to income ratios. So obviously anything that's going to affect your debt, affect your income um, in the negative is going to negatively affect your chances of getting a loan. Mm, okay. So they shouldn't acquire any debt while they're getting, they shouldn't go get new furniture. They shouldn't go out there and, and purchase a new car, lease a new car. They should just chill, wait. So the process is done so that it shows that they have more leverage as opposed to having more debt. Exactly. And if I can make one more point, um, the best route to even, you know, people looking for the homes, wanting to start the process, get pre-approved because people will shop Zillow, contact someone great like yourself, a real estate agent and be like, hey, you know, I'm in the market for a home. I want something in the 700K range. (laughs) Then Right. And then you take them around and they come back to me and they're only pre-approved for 600. And how are we coming up with that 100K? or they can't even get approved sometimes because of their, their you know, may, may, maybe they made a big purchase recently. Maybe, right. you know, you just never know what someone's situation is. They might think, hey, I make this amount of money. I could afford this. I pay this much in rent or I have this. And then you look at it in papers like, well, it doesn't add up for us. Right. I don't know how much you can shop with. I think that's a big misconception. Please. Because you know exactly. It's like having a credit limit. You know, you, you know exactly how much you can afford to buy. Right. If you Absolutely. Got, on a credit card, then you know that that six thousand dollar Birkin or whatever bag that these people purchased, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know that you you know the, the ends are not going to meet. So that's why I think I agree with you one hundred percent, Vincent. That getting pre-approved is the first step before you go on the internet and start looking at homes. I mean, I love I love homes. I mean, I, I love to look at homes. It's it's my career. It's what I love to do. Um, but that that's kind of like that's the fun stuff get the paperwork out the way and 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 do your due diligence and getting a great offer shopping around things like that absolutely and then that that next step like you just touched on it's you know you go to a professional like yourself and from there you get someone that that does this for a living where you know you could go you could go look at zillow all day and then try and put in your own offer but you know a professional like you will be able to guide them and you know that's what this this is all about and advocate for them too. Absolutely. It's been some bidding war, so it's definitely got to be able to advocate and um, try to you know navigate people and help them as much as possible. I think people, especially first-time home buyers, I'm seeing that they really don't know what they have access to. They don't know what type of loans are available to them. They think, like we talked about earlier, that if they don't have the twenty percent to put down, that they're just you know wasting their time. When there's so many ways that if you just if you speak to a loan officer, I always direct them towards the loan officer, hey, you know, go and speak to them because they're kind of like, um, they're like, they're like money therapists. They tell you like, hey, don't do that. You know? Right. No, absolutely. Like a financial advisor, like, right. you know, this is what you need to do. And this is, this is how I can get you approved. If you can just tweak this or tweak that or, 
You know what I mean? Like just, I think it's really important to have a, a very clear understanding of the mortgage process. And that's why I love doing these topics um, because I feel like, like I said before, people do not understand. So then they just don't do. Right. You know? And it's like, the more, you know, like you said earlier, the more that, you know, the better that you can be of service to other people and help them to reach their, um, their home ownership goals. Because as we both know, this is probably one of the biggest for people like, for, like us, it's one of the biggest purchases that they're ever going to make. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I mean, most people's biggest asset of their life. It really is. Right. Exactly. So that's why, you know, reaching out to people like Vincent, reaching out to people like myself, obviously I'm biased because I, you know, I think I'm fantastic. And I, think, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I think that is fantastic because, you know, we actually care about what it is that we're doing and, um, you know, just here to give everyone that, that, that honest and Hey, this is no BS. This is exactly what needs to be done if this is what you want to do and take that next step. So um, really quickly before we head out, I want to thank you for hopping on this episode and giving everyone information about the police and firemen's retirement system mortgage program um, and giving them access to what it is that you do. If you could just tell them where to find you, um, your social media or your website or your email, whatever it is that you want to do. And I will also be attaching your information um, on, on the socials to have everyone contact you, but please let everyone know how they can find you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me. Always, oh, always a pleasure. Likewise. Um, and yeah, you can find me at vkennedy18 on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I think you're going to attach my info and on there we'll have my email. And I'm just trying to become more of a uh, Instagram uh, presence. <laughs> absolutely. Those, those numbers up. Everyone go and follow. Yeah. 18 on instagram.com um as always guys thank you for tuning in i hope that on today's episode a quick wrap, wrap up before we go uh, or someone you know is a police fire um and they have access to this program please reach out to us we'd love to help you get get you into approaches also before we go before we go can this program be used for secondary property or secondary mortgage or for investment property Unfortunately, it cannot because it does have to be a primary. But uh, but for for options like that, you know, you know who to come to me or you. We could definitely help right. people out with second homes, right. investment right. properties. Yeah. I had to ask that question because I know that a lot of um, police officers who've already been uh, you know, in the field for a while, they've already purchased their first homes. Maybe they're looking for investment properties. But we do have other programs that are available specifically to help you guys um, get get into that investing and things like that. So. As always, thank you. And Vincent, thank you so much for clarifying that for me and for hopping on this episode. Until next time, guys, I will see you soon. Bye. Vincent, say bye. Bye. Thank you again. <laughs> Remember, challenge yourself to become the person you want to become. Stretch and be ready to fail. Always remember that the right people will value you in the right way. Practice humility, and when you make room to speak about what exists in the present, you no longer have time for the past. Live your life purposefully and with intention. Manifest, stay blessed. Till next time, subscribe, leave a message, leave a review, and as always, I thank you.